Daryl, week 13, we are here, we have made it, I'm feeling physically tired, mentally tired, emotionally tired, uh, I imagine you feel a little bit different though. Oh yeah, I'm on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, Kurt, um, sitting in third place fighting for regular season champions, I'm ready to go baby, and and a win this week can put me in that first place spot and also put bitch-ass Suggs out of it, man, sign me up. Yeah, we're going to get into that. So um, the, all the potential, the range of outcomes, uh, I've, got it, I've got it broken down, so we'll dive into that. I'm thinking we'll do that at the end, uh, so after we, we run through the weeks. Or do you want to do that before we – I say we do it after, actually. Okay, yeah, let's do it after. All right. So then we'll we'll go quick through the other stuff. So uh, a recap of last week uh, had a had some nice little time off for Thanksgiving. So big dick of the week with 158 points out of nowhere just just crushed my soul a little bit further. Uh, Black Fez, aka Stacy's man, dropping 158, beating me with 110. Second highest score, Poppy put up 154. He beat who the fuck is Mike Davis with 113. Game of the week, last or not game of the week, one that was the most interesting, but Nashy with 150 beat Run CMC 143. Uh, with with both of them still technically fighting for playoffs, so that was a big one. Uh, Grit, you took down Kareem Pie. 135.32 to 121. And I emphasize the point three two because Bearjew also scored 135.32. He beat RIP 110. And then uh, bringing up the rear, Dog with an ugly win uh, to take over first place. He beat Das Boot 128 to 94. What do you think about last week? Oh, I, I just noticed that me and Sam would have tied if we played. That would have been interesting. Um, I've never yeah. seen that happen. Um, yeah, it, what I took away from last week is that this is an amazing year, and the league has never been more wide open. You got A.J. Green coming back off an of injury. You got uh, Suggs trying to fight in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Blackfish trying to fight in, and, you know, on paper, I'm looking at his fucking matchups, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how is he in seventh place? Um, rewind, he's just fucking terrible at fantasy football. Bear Drew dropping 135, solid every week, but, you know, I dropped 135 as well. I don't think that – I think that he has a better team. Poppy dropping 154. I really took away that everybody that gets in the playoffs has a fucking chance. So – Let's get it. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll get into this like later on, but just to your point about how everyone has a chance. So last year um, I ended up winning, but I, at the very end of the year, people kind of forget Nash actually secured a buy. He, like he didn't have a great team, but because I lost like two or three in a row at the end of the year. So he had a buy and Sam had a buy but like Fez was the or uh, sorry, Dog was the hottest team in the league. So I beat Brad in the first round. Um, went on to play Nash in the next round, beat him. But like I remember, had I played Brad in the second round, so let's say I ended up with a bye, Brad would have beat me by like thirty points. So I actually, in that sense, I got kind of lucky by not getting the bye because I I played Brad who had Todd Gurley like on the right week. So crazy this the seating stuff really will make a difference we don't know how well yet but all right um not many pickups this time of year uh just a couple notable ones there was a few defenses and then uh mcfly picked up justin jackson for eight he's the the one of the um chargers backups das boot picked up adam humphreys for three with deshaun jackson going on uh ir and Run CMC picked up Doug Martin for two. Got to give a shout out to uh, 
Tron, who is playing AJ this week. Uh, I'll pull him up. He had some strategic pickups. So he picked up Carlos Hyde because Leonard Fournette is out. And he picked up Jordan Wilkins because Marlon Mack is in the concussion protocol. So those things may not make a difference, but they might. So I like where his head's at. Um, all right, one thing kind of kind of related. This is more just general fantasy. I wanted to get your opinion on. So we our league, we don't lock teams until they're actually eliminated. So starting oh, next God. week. Here we go. Here we no, go. No, 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 no. This has this has nothing to do with with our league. So I'll give you an example. Like I have fifteen dollars in wager budget. Even though I'm fully limited, also Bill. Bill has $33 in waiver budget. You know, just on paper, like if you're looking at it in a vacuum, me and Bill both should probably have picked up Justin Jackson because, like, he's a player. But it makes no sense. We're out of it. It would have been kind of a dick move. Like, like I have, you know, more money than McFly, and so does Bill. So well, I guess the, the question I'm asking is it a dick move had him or I done that simply just so one of the contending teams couldn't get him? Or do you think that's fair game? We're still alive technically. Dude, that's why we implemented high scores of the week so that every week in the regular season matters. The shit you're talking about, that's, that's borderline collusion talk. You can't not pick up somebody because it's going to hurt a team that's affecting right now. The playoffs don't matter to anybody. So you're fighting every single week to do your best and to not pick up a player because you're not making the playoffs and that's not going to allow somebody that is going to be in the playoffs to pick up that player, that, that, that's ludicrous. That's why we implemented the, the, high, uh, the high score payouts from week eight on because of this stuff. So if a last place team sees somebody that they want and they have the dollars for it, hey, go get it because you can still win $100 right here if that player has a good week. So, no. And, and that's also why we say that regular season last place is the ultimate last place because once the losers bracket are in the playoffs, now they're irrelevant. That's why you lock the teams. You can't pick up any more players, can't drop any more players. But up until that point, everything is fair game. You got to give it your all, dog. Like, uh, don't, don't give me that bullshit, oh, oh, it'll be a dick move. Fuck out of here, man. I'll pay for Keach. <laughs> All right, well, so he wouldn't have – or in that in this particular case, he wouldn't have started for either Bill and I. But um, let's say let's say you're in a league where you don't have the, the weekly payout. Mm-hmm. Does your opinion change? Yeah, it, it absolutely changes because then it doesn't matter. Then you are really out of it. You have nothing to play for. So if you have something to play for – because, like, it's fantasy football. You know, you say, like, all right, a, a losing team in real football, they still have to play for their jobs. This is fantasy. We do this for fun. So when you're out of it and you really don't feel like playing or you feel like fezzing it, now you have a chance to do something. Or, or let's say you pick up that player and it doesn't allow somebody else to pick up that player. Who It might not have started for you, but it would have started for them. And they could have beat you out for high points with that player. You got to think of every possible scenario and go after it until you're completely out of it. So with the money situation that we were paying out, nobody's out of it until you're not in the playoffs come next week. Yeah. Well, in this case, really, no one's out of it. So during the regular season, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with with everything you said. Um, this is uh. My my final rant on actually we'll we'll, t- we'll just jump into the first matchup so because um, it's going to be my team so uh, old lightning with uh, my things on the line uh, me and Bill are battling for last place um, going against Nasty who who still technically has has an outside shot at making the playoffs um, which we'll dive into later but. Uh, so I'll just start it. Um, fortunate for at least for this week to have Austin Eckler going, uh, with, with Melvin Gordon hurt. Uh, Doug Baldwin ha- has kind of sucked. Um, I honestly, I, I look at Nash's team and I 
think we're pretty even. Um, maybe that's why neither of us are making the playoffs. Uh, but I think for the most part, uh, I, I kind of like my matchups. Um, I don't have, there's no buys left, so no one's going to be facing any buys. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty close, but uh, gonna going to ride off into the sunset, picking myself. I don't see it happening. Um, I don't think that Saquon's going to be a big, a big damage doer this week. So I, I, I see some, I see more out of Odell. Um, they have a great defense, but I think their run defense is better. Robert Woods coming off the bye. The, the Bears, he, the Bears, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What did I say? You just, you just didn't say. Okay, yeah. Um, Robert Woods coming off the bye with the greatest offensive mind of our generation. That should be scary because um, now he has this is the this is he had a full two weeks to put in Robert Woods play calling without Cooper Cup. Um, the first week after it's a, it's you know it's, it's a, I think of it as a little helter skelter, but now you just get to take your time, step back. And go after it without Cooper Cup, who's a huge, who's a huge loss. Um, so I see a big game out of Rob Woods. Dalvin Cook looks like he is, uh, you know, slowly but surely getting back to um, what we saw him before the injury last year. Matt Breida, um, never know what you're going to get out of him. I think Seattle's defense is picking up, and I think that the Russell Wilson factor, though, we 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 got to touch on Russell Wilson whenever we get to him uh, a little longer. Because he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of this generation. Like, he, he, he just fucking does it. So, yeah. uh, and, and I think he, like, he's one of the few players that I've seen, like, that pick up his team. Like, the defense plays better when Russell Wilson is getting it. They might give up some tough, long plays, but they just fight more when, when, when Russell Wilson's having a good game. Um, he's like an, he, he, mainly because of his size, but um, he, he's like an athletic Drew Brees. Like I feel like if yeah. if they had uh, a, a play style or a play calling style that threw the ball more, he could put up Drew Brees numbers. But they don't. They just run in a shit ton. But like, it he really is impressive. Yeah, um, Ebron with Jack Doyle out. That, that's gonna be that's gonna be trouble for you. Yeah. And every everybody against Tampa Bay just start him. So just goes off, yeah. Um, and DJ Moore is really. He's really good, man. I yeah. I've been for especially for a rookie. Like, if uh, I'm interested to see how he does the rest of the year. I think if Carolina makes the playoffs, they're they're really fucking dangerous. McCaffrey's awesome. Uh, DJ Moore. I mean, I make the Maryland comparison, but like he he's like a like he reminds me of Stefan Diggs. Like at the same point in his career, like he would have those explosive plays and then kind of disappear for parts of the game. But, like, it's obvious when he touches the ball. You can see the talents there. Yeah. So, put that up against Tampa Bay. And that last week was the first week I really paid attention to DJ Moore, per se, because I was going up against him in another league. And he just, like, in the crunch time, too, like that last drive, he had a lot of catches. Um, and, I, and I like his route running ability. And Joku, for you, uh, like I said, Baldwin sucks this year. Uh, just he said he was never going to be a hundred percent, and we've seen it. Um, we've seen flashes, but he's just not himself. And Joku, I think I think he's getting hot. I think he's getting hot. I think I think Baker Mayfield is getting some confidence. Um, I don't I don't I don't like how he carried Hugh Jackson, but you know it is what it is. It's a it's a fucking thug game, whatever. Austin Eckler, he he should have a big game. I don't. I thought Deion Lewis was good. It just their offense is just not like it's just so clogged up. It, it's, it's so clogged up. It doesn't doesn't. When you watch the Rams and you watch the Chiefs, um, you see flowing. Like you can get those little short dinky passes, but they're in the flow. Deion Lewis is just like catching these passes and turn around and getting popped or trying to trying yeah. to turn field, and it's, it's not a good look. Um, like there's no big, there's no threat downfield to 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 like give him space to run. Right, right. It's like it's like everybody's waiting for him to catch the ball and pounce on his ass, as opposed to like you getting past one guy and then like trying to make a move. So, Diggs, Diggs, Brown is Brown. I think you're gonna have uh, a top three heavy game. 
with him or with golf, Brown and Diggs, but it's just your 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 bottom half of your team is just not not good. And we've seen that week in and week out that without somebody like Antonio Brown putting up forty a game, the holes because I think me and your team is very similar, but Saquon is putting up thirty a game. Huge numbers, so yeah. It, yeah, it, it's it's hiding my holes in my team, and you don't have that. So I think you solidify that last place for yourself, bro. Yeah, uh, final rant on my season, because uh, I've been the final been, final rant. Yeah, yeah, I've been re- reflecting back on, you know, I, where I went wrong and just kind of learning experiences. And my beef is with beat writers, and so the two you mentioned it before, Doug Baldwin, how he was like, uh, he said he'd never be a hundred percent. I went back and checked like the news clipping. So that happened on Monday and we had our draft on Saturday. So, you know, hindsight's 2020, he was still technically injured, but every, everyone was saying he was going to be in, like healthy until that came out. So come on, beat writers. Like you got to be on top of that with fantasy football drafts happening. Uh, Stop it, Stop it. The other one, and yeah, I realize the Doug Ball one's a stretch, but this one I'm pretty confident on. Denver Bronco beat writers. So going into this season, everyone was high on Royce Freeman. Like it wasn't just me. I mean, I took him in the fifth round, but like, it wasn't like a huge reach. Like every person was like, yeah, this guy's going to be an awesome rookie. This guy's going to be great. Where the fuck was anyone? Like I'm talking anyone talking about Philip Lindsay. Like there was not a single mention of him. And Lindsay's been awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. Like he's been better than Royce Freeman. And at this point in the season, he is a top 10 back. But, like, how are you there all throughout August watching this team practice and not at any point do you see this guy who is moving faster than Royce Freeman, like, moving smoother, like, working into the offense and just say, hey, maybe this guy's going to play. Maybe they're going to split time. Like, how does no one see that? Well, because to that point, nobody respected him. He didn't get invited to the combine. Not didn't get drafted. He didn't get invited to the combine. He had 1,400 yards his senior year at, at Colorado. That's like that's exactly. an indictment on NFL GMs. They should be ashamed of themselves. Exactly. So to that point, it's, I mean, I can, I can see beat riders being at practice, being at training camp, looking at this guy, you know, returning punts and just thinking of him as another Joe Blow that is going to be on a practice squad. You know, like, he might get a shot the first game, has a fumble here, and boom, you never hear him again. It's like he's literally just been disrespected his entire career no matter what he does. So I see how you can look at that and just be like, nah, the bigger guy's going to win this. Because, I mean, Royce Freeman's not a bad bat. Like, he's not slow. He's not nah, he's, been... he's not he's not small. And in practice, when you're not going full speed, of course you can look like a stud. You know, so, like, I'm pretty sure he just took – he just looked better in camp. Yeah, and some people have game speed, game 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 time ability. You know what I mean? Like you talking about practice? Yeah, there's track speed, there's game speed, and then there's Tyreek Hill speed. Yeah. Let's move on from this fucking game. Man. I'm tired of this <laughs> last play team though. All right. Uh, next up, so this week actually worked out perfectly uh, in the sense of the matchups we have. So. Me and Nash in 12th and 9th. And then next game we have 11th and 10th. Who the fuck is Mike Davis going against RIP? Uh, RIP has cooled down as of late, I will say. Um, they are – they got the full team back, though, this week. Um, have Philip Lindsay, who we just mentioned. Uh, Bill, he's had some ups and downs, but uh, at the moment he's our lowest scoring team, but, but not by much. Um, what do you think about this one? Yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a blowout, Tim. It's a meaningless game, but I mean, and maybe Tim can get another hundred bucks, get a high score. But it's it's just tough to win when you start two Chicago wide receivers, you know, hey, two any team wide receivers. I mean, give me the Chiefs maybe, but the Vikings. You're just, yeah, okay, yeah, the Vikings, the Vikings. Um, yeah. It's just it's just a tough thing to do, and like 
to confidently go into that week thinking that you're going to win doing that for a team that, you know, has two decent running backs that they give the ball to, I, I just don't see it. I mean, everything else is Emmanuel Sanders is good. Zeke is good. We'll see what James White does. Um, but he just doesn't have enough firepower. And, and, and a big reason is that is just the two two wide receivers that aren't like – the, I don't know. It's just two wide receivers on a, on a less than stellar offense. Yeah, and his best player going against New Orleans, who New Orleans is they're that funnel defense, so they they like force you to pass the ball against them. One because they score so many points, but also like they've got a pretty good defensive line. So um, teams have struggled to run against them. But if anybody would be different, I guess it could be Dallas. Um, so and also real quick. You know, we make these these opinions, we give these opinions every week. And, you know, one of the main people that bitches about him is Bill. Okay, you know what, Bill? You are who the fuck we thought you were. You were ranked 11th and 12th in the rankings to start off the year, and you're right there right now. So, stop getting mad at these fucking things. Stop getting jealous and antsy about this shit we're saying, and get better, bitch. Yeah, and stop faking on the show. Put up or shut up. Um, all right, so I'm I'm taking Tim. Also, he's got uh, he's got Kelsey going against Oakland. Um, Kansas City's going to put up 60 points this week. So, um, any anyone who has a chief, I'm just going to pick them. Um, all right, maybe so, they put up so many points that they get benched in the second half. I'm going against three three chief plays in another league. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think Bill's got a tough tough matchup there. So. All right, we're both on Tim. All right, next up, um, two of our, our our top two scoring teams, but not going to be our game of the week because it doesn't have a ton of, uh, we'll say, like playoff-making implications. Bear Jew, 7-5 in fourth place, going against the Dog Abides, 8-4 in first place. This matchup really needs no setting up. Uh, how do you feel about this one? Depending on how the brackets turn out, it could be a championship matchup, championship preview. I mean, we can all agree that they these these guys have the two best teams in the league on paper. Yeah. Um, but with you know, like you like you pointed out earlier in the show about how you won it last year, anything can happen. So with this preview, man, whew, I think we want to see the highest scoring game head to head of the season. I mean, I'm talking like 350 total points. Um, <clears throat> feeling, I was hoping that, I was hoping that you know, a 12 point game, a 15 point game, he would just die off, and then he comes back against Green Bay and drops 26. He, he's the real deal. Um, I, I expect to see another big day against New England. Um, Kenny Galladay, he's he's eating it up. He's pretty much Matt Stafford's only go-to guy. David Johnson, I still think he sucks. So, but I think that when you have somebody like Gurley, David Johnson doesn't suck enough for it to matter. Because um, he'll, I say, I say suck because he's a first round pick. If he's not a first round pick. He's he's really good. You know, third, yeah. fourth round pick, cool. He's first still, pick, but he's still like a top ten back. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, you know, but I, I just see him putting up like 15, 15 to seventeen points a game, and. But when you have Gurley putting up 30 a game, now that really doesn't matter. But um, Kittle, Kittle's good, but what did I say about him about having off games against tight ends that are good against – or teams that are good against the tight end? Yeah, all so the ones, could, that, are, all the ones kinda, that are red, he, he's been off. He kind of disappeared last week um, in a matchup where you, you would have thought – I mean, Tampa – like you said, Tampa gives the points to everybody, and – they San Francisco struggled against them for some reason. So now going into Seattle seems like a much tougher matchup, like you would think. Um, but now so we're be, going for thirty. <laughs> yeah, so be interesting um, to see what happens. Uh, I guess. Corey, so Corey Davis, what do you think about him? Uh, I like him. I think he's. I think he's good. I think the Tennessee's offense confuses me. Um, they're like, it, it's like. Every other play or every other two plays, 
they have a different coordinator. Like, and it's like they have one guy who's a genius, and or so it's like it's like they'll have Sean McVay calling one play, and then the next two plays they'll have like Ryan Schottenheimer call them, like someone who's just a fucking idiot. And you're just like, huh? Like where? Why aren't you consistently doing these things? You see these flashes where you're just like, oh damn, they have some playmakers. Like they do some things really well. Corey Davis looks good at times, but then then they'll just disappear for like a quarter. So if Corey Davis can can get hot for a couple games and like I think I think the combination of Galladay and Davis, like there's a lot of hashtag upside there. Yeah. Yeah. Um but on the flip side, looking at Sam's team, the Thomas I mean Wentz is Wentz is weak this year, really weak. But the Thomas Hill Chubb Jones combo now with Chubb being the starting running back and, and you know getting a decent amount of carries, Austin Hooper, you know he's he's shown flashes of of being a big time tight end. Fuck the Oritic. like everybody that's going against everybody that's taking away touches from Terry Johnson. Fuck them. But that top four, man, I I I, I can I can see a hundred out of them on any given week. So I like that. I like I like that a lot. Um, and I think that the, the Gall- Galladay, Johnson, and Davis, like I said, when I played Dog a couple of weeks ago, I, I think I played him twice this year. I just hope for duds out of those people. So I don't think you get too many duds out of anybody on Samson. Maybe theoretic. But everybody else I think is, is, is not dud capable. So I'm thinking Sam on this. Yeah, I think um, I agree with that. Like, um, Oh my God, he's got Melvin going on his bench. Imagine yeah, so that's, what, so that's what I was just about to say. So I think Sam needs the win. He needs that buy just to get, I don't know if it's going to help, but just to give one of two things, either Melvin Gordon some time to rest and hopefully come back or to give himself this game and next game to kind of like see where, uh, um, Josh or Justin Jackson's role is, and then maybe he can play over theoretic. But like, I think it, in this game, it would help Sam Moore to win this game. So, um, the, to your point about like how long, um, Tyree kill will play like, like Kansas city. I don't think it matters. He could, he could put up two or three touchdowns in the first like 20 minutes of the game. So, um, uh, this is gonna be a close one. I'm I'm taking dog because things like the Melvin Gordon injury I think for whatever reason can build on each other and when when something when bad stuff starts to happen it's never a good sign. So uh I'm, take, I'm t- yeah, I'm taking dog on this one. Alright, we're split on that one. Um, all right, next one. Getting into uh, people who need to win to get in. So, Cream Pie versus Dosby. Cream Pie is six and six uh, in seventh place. Dosboot is eight and four in second place. Dosboot is on uh, a little bit of a schneid right now. Um, I'll have to pull up to see how many they've lost. But Cream Pie gets back uh, the Chiefs. He's got Mahomes. He's got Hunt. They're going against. Uh, they're going against Oakland. Uh, he's got Keenan Allen going against Pittsburgh in what will be a high-scoring game. Uh, a lot of a lot of good-looking matchups. What do you think about this one? Yeah, it's going to be a slaughterhouse. Uh, Kareem Pye is going to slaughter AJ. Yeah. You, you said you said AJ's on a, a schnage. That's an understatement. Luckily, he. He had some tough wins early on in the season that allowed him to coast, come down, and he said he said he would do that. So I just um, I pulled it up. He's he's lost three in a row. Yeah, and the thing the thing about his team with Fournette, solid. You know, Fournette is 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 better than I thought he was. I I guess I'm wrong about Fournette. I just you know, it's either a hamstring or he's always out of the game. It's always something with him. That's why I just I don't fucking like him. Um, but 
the thing about Tron's team, Kareem Pye, is he can never get everybody to hit on the same week. Mm-hmm. So if Jordan, if Jordan Howard has 20 points, Lamar Miller has five, Kareem Hunt has 15, Kenny Allen has 20. You know, like if he could actually get his team to click on the same week, and obviously his fans, there's nothing you can do about that. Um, he's got a scary good team. Keenan Allen can put up numbers. Um, we, we saw a glimpse of what Demarius Thomas can do last week. Kareem Hunt and Patrick Mahomes combo is deadly. We saw another glimpse of Lamar Miller, a 97-yard touchdown run. I don't give a fuck if that's fluke. Like, not too many people can break that off. And he's, going, he's done it twice in the past two years. Like, not too many people can break off that type of run. So, and you see, you see long runs happen all the time, and people get caught. Like, somebody catches them. Yeah, so yeah. the ability to finish that is impressed. Yeah, I mean, he's got hiding the flex, but that's because like you get you have games like you had last week out of Jordan Howard, two and a half points, which ultimately was the, it was the deal breaker for him losing last week. So that's 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 what scares me about his team. You know, like very high upside, very low floor, but going up against AJ's team, I just think his team just looks pathetic right now. Um, a banged up AJ Green, Josh Gordon just isn't a stud. Uh, Marlon Mack going through concussion protocol. Greg Olson dropping touchdown passes. Um, yeah, Kamara's is, is saving grace right now. So, if I'm playing somebody in the playoffs, I want to get matched up with AJ. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm picking I'm picking uh, Kareem Pop for the win this one. Yeah, and uh, to add on that I about I gotta unblock him. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot I blocked him because he said something bad about Benji. But who AJ? No, uh, Tron. Is Benji your dog? Yeah, I invited him over for a puppy play date, and he just he said he doesn't hang out. His dog doesn't hang out with hooligans. You don't you don't speak bad about my. my <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, he and the Kamara just kind of like the icing on the cake. Um, Dallas. They one they have a good defense, but also the way their offense plays. Not not that it helps their defense, but there's just less plays in the game. So mm-hmm. like when the Chiefs and the Rams played each other, there was like 140 plays. You know, both teams had like 70 plays on offense. The Cowboys averaged like 49 to 55 plays a game because they just play so fucking slow. So that at mm-hmm. least is going to limit the amount of times that Kamara touches the ball. So. Um, yeah, yeah, I read a, I read, I started reading the pro football focus upticks and downticks, and it, it's, it's really accurate on like helping average players score more points by having a, a high paced game. Like the the pace like, of play, like, yeah. Yeah, like like Chris Conley scoring twenty six, like it's bound to somebody like that is bound to happen when you when you run that many plays. Hmm. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, so we're we're both um both picking Tron here. Yeah. Alright, next game. Uh this is at the moment both of these teams are in the playoffs. Um Run CMC versus Poppy's Angels. Run CMC needs to win pretty much. Um so run CMC in sixth place, Poppy's Angels seven and five in fifth place. He's one game ahead. Uh, Yahoo has this as fifty-one percent to forty-nine percent. Run CMC just came off a huge game. He gets he gets yeah huge loss, but still some points. He gets CMC uh, going against Tampa Bay. So what do you think about this? I can say huge game last week for Brad, but huge loss. Um, but I think that the pop is, the top is popped off for Julio. The floodgates are open for Julio. Brandon Cooks, like I said, we plan. Cooks is also in that plan. Detroit is terrible. I see a big game out of Cooks. Christian McCaffrey, oh, my gosh. I, I'm excited. I pray that he doesn't have some type of letdown game. Like, like I mean, Kamar played – Kamar had 10 points against 
Atlanta last week. That's a huge letdown. I pray he doesn't have. But I mean, like you have like it's the Saints, so they have a lot of a lot of options. Man, Christian McCaffrey should have no less than fifty points this week, though. Like he is a fucking stud, and and what he did last week and what he's been doing the past couple of weeks is just incredible. I'm excited to see him uh, go up against uh, Christian um, Tampa Bay. Um, but then after that, it's it's just like this. They, I, this is what hurts Brad's teams is those. Those last three spots: <clears throat> Peterson, Brait, um, and Samuel. Um, Samuel can have a good game, but I'm just not counting on that. Same with same with Brait and Peterson. And but on the flip side, let's, let's take a look at Mike Evans' numbers. What did he have? He had 17 last week, but it's San Francisco. They're going up against Carolina this week. I'm, I'm thinking like maybe 15, but that's only because of garbage time points. Alshon Jeffrey. Um, Maybe the Eagles are heating up, but I don't think that he's going to be the the focal point of that. Let's see, I see maybe a single, uh, I see a single digit game out of him. James Conner, I don't know. Colin Cowherd said something about like he he's not been the same since Le'Veon. Uh, Le'Veon officially sat out the whole year. He has had big fuck, games. Fuck Colin Cowherd, dude. That guy, I uh, fuck just fuck him. Like nothing he says has. Any Mary. He he's like a drama queen. He, like he he's like a gossiper. He is a drama queen, but he he brings out good points. He 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 brings out good points that a lot of people overlook. Like the stat, he brought out the stat about Aaron Rodgers and and head to head against top tier teams or, or top tier other quarterbacks, and it's abysmal. And that I mean, like he's he's right. Like that's got to speak for something at some point. I, 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 you're right. I don't like him, and I don't like the way he presents shit. But he does bring out some good points. And since Le'Veon, since the pressure has been off James Conner, let's take a look at his numbers. That was Le'Veon the bye, so he didn't come back after the bye. Yeah, and it was it was two weeks ago against Jacksonville that he dropped the game-winning touchdown mm-hmm. and got mm-hmm. got bailed out later on. Yeah. So. Baltimore's a rivalry game, so I'll give him that for 14, 10, and 11. That's not that's not what Le'Veon will give you. That's not that's not that's not that doesn't seem like the same type of fight that he was, you know, trying to do. And, and also, Colin Coward pointed out another point. What if he was expecting Le'Veon to come back? He gave it his all. He's never played this long. He <laughs> he's coming from college. He's blue. He's blown his wad. You know, like he pointed out a point like. As you go along, like LeBron James, per se, or, or, I mean, I know that's basketball, but it's different, but you learn how to treat your body. And how to you pace really yourself, can't, yeah. Yeah, you can't go 100% every single game or every single play of every game. So maybe he's done. I don't know. That's just just pointing out a, a interesting fact. So I don't, I don't see James Conner living up to his projection, per se, maybe 15 points. Um, who's Ed, I don't even know who this, that Edwards guy is. Is it, that's the new guy. That's the new guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Oh, uh, in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it's that that whole situation just sucks. Like Ty Montgomery caught five passes last week, which t- you know takes away the receiving upside. Like I don't even know what happened to Buck Allen. Like I don't think he's hurt. I just think they stopped playing him. Um, Alex Collins was out last week, but might be back this week. That's just you're you're playing with fire with, with Baltimore. Like you're setting yourself up for a, a four point game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zach Ertz is, is, is a staple, but uh, huge regression out of your boy, Amari Cooper this week. Huge regression. And um, he's going to get, he'll probably get Lattimore. Yeah. Um, the shadow. If he lines up in the slot, if he lines up in the slot, Lattimore can't play the slot. He he can lock down on the outside, but he gets cooked from the slot. Um, so that depends on where he's lined up. But do you think Dallas is creative enough to do that? No. Um, I think that we saw we saw what we saw out of him last year. That forty-four point game against the Chiefs, and nothing else. Thirty-eight points against the Redskins. He's been good leading up, getting the targets. But I don't really think they've played a team that's had, you know, 
or I don't really think they they played a, a solid team yet. So if he if, since he's been with the Cowboys, who they played? Washington, Atlanta, Philly, and he started with Tennessee. Am I correct? Yeah, first game back. Yeah. While New Orleans is number one in, in points given up to wide receivers, I think it's I think like a lot of that is to the beginning of the year and they've been slowly pacing back on that. And also like they, they've got they've added pieces as as they've gone on. So I think that number's skewed. And when you don't have – when you're the focal point of that wide receiver core, nobody else is worth anything, I think they're going to shut his ass down. So, heard it here first, single-digit single digit game out of Omar Cooper. And um, Yeah, I mean, he did have six against Atlanta. So, if anything, the Washington game is more of an outlier. Huh? What do you mean? Two games ago, Amari Cooper only scored six points. Right, right, right. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So I, I see I see a regression from him this week, single digit game. I didn't even I forgot about that Atlanta game. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I, I'm picking uh run C M C on this one. Um and I I'm picking a big win. 'Cause we've seen like drama put up big numbers, but we've also like we also know what his team is capable of on a dead week. And I just think that it's it's just gonna be a bad week for him. I'll see you in a week, Mark. Interesting. And if if Brad wins, that uh, slams the door shut on a lot of people. I th- I think it'll be a, a lower scoring one. Um, yeah, Mayfield going against Houston's tough. The running backs, drama's running back situation isn't great. Uh, I think uh, I got to agree with you. Um, mainly... 40 to 45 points out of or, um, McCaffrey. I did hear today uh, McCaffrey, the the last couple of games, I don't remember the exact stretch, but it was like somewhat significant. He's playing or no, he's getting 97% of the backfield touches. So not necessarily the snaps, but every time a running back catches or runs the ball, like that's, that's more than Zeke and Zeke gets like, that's crazy. Yeah, that that's more than uh, Kamara was getting to start the season. Yeah, that's like more than Gurley gets. Like that's wild. So, um, man, wow, we were all not that we were wrong about McCaffrey, but like he should have been a top, top like six pick. Yeah. So, yeah, like looking at it, I I would rather have him than than Saquon because of where their teams are headed. We'll get into that. Yeah, I've got some some thoughts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you do too. So, all right, we're both taking Brad. Um, last one, game of the week. Uh, a must win for both teams for very different reasons. Grit in third place, eight and four, going against Mix and Match in eighth place, six and six. Formerly known as, you know what I'm saying, also known as the Black Fez, also known as Stacy's man, boy. Stacy's boy, also known as Uncle T. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll I'll start with two two. So one point about each side. Um, Juju is really fucking good, and like he's he's so young. Um, I'm curious to see, cause obviously the Steelers are going to make the playoffs. So I'm curious to see how like the season unfolds. I think this, this last game, like I watched the Denver game. Um, they, they played Switzer a bunch in the slot, which kind of, they basically sacrificed him to Chris Harris. Um, and then Antonio Brown got the double coverage. So Juju was just one-on-one and he's, He's good enough. He can beat any cornerback in the league one-on-one. So if that continues, man, he's like, I, I, I think he can continue putting up those types of numbers if that type of situation like presents itself. Um, they've got a pretty friendly schedule in the sense of having to score points. Like they got the Chargers, they got Oakland, they got New England, they have New Orleans. So, man, not only that, but he's got to be, a second round pick next year, I would imagine. Um, 
And then <laughs> for on your side, I, I didn't watch the game, so I didn't realize that was happening in, in real time. But like later on, heard this. So Saquon had what thirty points in the first half, and then is true he only touched the ball was it four times in the second half? Four. I watched the entire game four times. All right, yeah, four four carries, four carries and five touches total. New York could not have been trying to win the game. And that dude, it scared us. It it really like put a damper on the rest of the season for me because at first I got scared, right? I I got scared he was injured. One of those injuries where like you didn't hear anything about. And then I just saw him on the sideline just waiting. And I was like, dog, they're tanking. They are tanking. They're not showing that they're tanking. They're giving 100% in the first half, and they're coasting in the second half. I can see them shutting him down for the last two weeks just because they have nothing to play for, and he's proven himself. What else can he do? So, dog, that shit blew me, son. That shit blew me. He was fucking eating them up. Yeah, destroying them. It made no sense for them to win. And the only thing that they get out of winning is a lower draft pick. So, bro, and then at the end of the half, son, like, Eli chucked it up there to Odell. This nigga is sitting wide open to give you another 20 yards and kick the field goal. And when I saw that, son, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is going to be bad. This this, this is going to be bad. Like, there's a great rookie running back. I went with my strategy, but – the rookie running backs that took people to championships, their teams were fighting for playoffs, so their teams had a good year. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, but, and I I mean, I haven't, like, followed it up. I'd be curious to see, like, I'm sure some reporter in a press conference asked him why Saquon only touched the ball in four times, but, like, just looking at it from the outside, they, they're, they weren't trying to win the game. And they they were up, what, two touchdowns, right? Or, they were 19-3. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. So, yeah. seeing that I, I definitely would I mean, concern me. But, I mean, I guess he's so fucking good. Like, he put up 30 in the first half. So, like, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Suggs' team was done. Uh, I was I was shocked. He put up, what, 158 last week. Um, mm-hmm. Cam Newton had a great matchup going against Tampa. Cam Newton, Cam Newton's really good. He like I feel like he just doesn't get enough uh, credit as being like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But he's a freak. Um, uh, he just chokes. He chokes in a big spotlight. When it's crunch time, he chokes. He always throws a big pick, and like like we saw on Thursday night, when it comes down to it, he gets blown out. Super Bowl, blown out. Thursday night, blown out. Crunch time, Russell Wilson outperformed him. So, on your side, uh, A.J. Green's coming back. So, that means Tyler Boyd probably going to get the one-on-one coverage. Uh, overall, how do you how do you feel about this one? Again, so one of those teams that were good in the start of the year or, or, or one of those teams that are, are on a slide, starting to have nothing to play for. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel good about A.J. Green coming back. But um, with somebody like – Driscoll, so maybe I'm just like oh oh shit I forgot about that yeah yeah maybe I'm overthinking this but with Andy Dalton he's not good but he's okay and he knows how to go away from the double coverage he can like run an offense right he can run an offense when you put a backup in there now I kind of want AJ Green to stay out. Because the backup is just going to go to one – I feel like they just hone in on one player, and that's going to be A.J. Green because he's their best player. And he's just going to force it to him. We're going to see a lot of turnovers, you know, and he can't put the ball like, – I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I get what you're saying. I just, they, bad quarterbacks either force it to one person or they, they dump off to running backs or yeah. tight ends. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, this is uh, – 
seems seems like uh, things things are, are are turning against grit, but that's why the name is grit, okay? Because we overcome those obstacles. I um, so that that that's Boyd's situation. Fitz, he don't get nothing but touchdowns, and as long as he keeps doing that, I'm okay. Don't know if he's gonna keep that up. I would really love a first round buy to get Carry On Johnson healthy, but then again, they fucking suck. And why would you rush him back if you have nothing to play for? Yeah. <sighs> um. Calvin Ridley, you know, I expected him to do that against the Saints. Rivalry game, and he did have a big first game against He had a breakout game against him the first time, but Baltimore's got a pretty good defense, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't need this game because, you know, right. once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. And, and like I said, Suggs, so, so, while I have had a very lucky season, I think that I've made a lot of good starts because I've had a lot of close games. Suggs, on the other hand, it's a lot of luck, but he's in this situation because he's made a lot of bad starts. He's made a lot of bad management, bad management moves all year long. So I'm hoping that that Ty um, starting Ty or Sony Michelle or Marvin Ingram. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark Ingram. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that there's a there's a wrench in it and he makes another wrong decision. Granted, sometimes it's luck, but hey, throw some luck in there, sprinkling it on. Give me that first round buy, pick up myself. All right, I'm I'm taking Suggs. Uh, I think he's hot right now. Um, Edelman, I have been very surprised about. Um, I thought it was a crazy pick when I took him, but since Edelman's come back. 13, 16, 14, 20, 17, 20, five week, 18. I feel like I might as well have taken Edelman in the second round instead of Doug Baldwin. My team would be better. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been doing great. Um, the the I didn't really think about it before you mentioned it. The Driscoll thing is going to have a big impact on this matchup. Do those points go to Mixon? Do they go to Boyd? Um, Denver got a feisty defense at times so it'll be interesting to see um i imagine he's gonna have to make a decision with his rb2 like whether he goes tree cohen sony michelle or mark ingram um so who knows where you're going with that yeah and the flex because ty hilton is uh battling a growing injury so he's gonna have to make a lot of decisions this week i hope yeah. you just has a bad game so Cam's going against Tampa, um, so that should be a big one. But yeah, overall, uh, taking tugs on this one. Um, all right, so then we'll get into the the scenarios. All right, where are they at? All right, let me pull up the standings here. All right, so we're gonna start from from the bottom. So we'll start with with me and Bill. So um, battle for last place. If Bill wins, I clinch 12th place. Uh, If I win or if Bill wins or if I lose, I clinch 12th place. Um, If Bill loses and I win, um, I am 23 points ahead of Bill. So that's, that's the differentiator. So that is the difference for us. Um, Next up, uh, oh, and uh, uh, just a fun little thing. Uh, I made it for myself just to make uh, myself feel better. Me and Timmy are battling for the points against. Uh, he has 16.64 against, and I have 16.40 against. So keep an eye on it, folks. Get your popcorn ready. Um, all right, so starting in ninth place. Um, also, Timmy's eliminated, so... Um, but he is in no threat of, he has so many more points. There's no chance. So, um, all right. Nasty in ninth place. Nasty's five and seven. Um, Nash to make the playoffs. Nasty needs to win. Uh, and then he needs Suggs to lose to you. He needs Tron to lose to AJ and he needs Brad to lose to Poppy. Um, and 
he has to outscore. So he already has a 17-point lead on Suggs. He needs to outscore Tron by four and Brad by 51. So it's actually possible. Like, it's a stretch, but it is possible. So that's why I bring it up. Um, let's see. Next. Is this the first year that Nash is not going to make the playoffs possibly? I think so. He's He's been pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, all right, next in eighth place, uh, Stacy's man, mix and match, six and six. Uncle T. He's got 1471. So he's got the least amount of points of the six and six team. So um, Suggs, Tron, Brad, all six and six. Suggs needs to win, and he needs Brad to lose and Tron to lose, which – Based on their matchups, they're all like none of them are playing each other, so it's all possible. Um, he needs, if that happens, he needs to outscore Tron by 28 and Brad by 68. So that one is a little bit of a stretch. Um, I guess if if some if Brad scores 75 and you know Suggs puts up 150, anything's possible, but we'll see. But he can also make it if they both lose. No, no, no. If, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, he could win, and they both lose, or all three of them could lose, and then he has to outscore him by that much. Okay. okay. So if if Suggs beats you, AJ beats Tron, and Drama beats Brad, Suggs is in. So that could happen. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want Suggs team in the playoffs. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, next, Tron and seventh. <laughs> Tron in seventh place, so he's six and six. So, if he wins and Brad loses, he's essentially in. Um, if he loses and Brad loses, he needs to outscore Brad by forty-seven, and he needs Suggs to lose and not outscore him because he has more points than Suggs. So best case scenario for him, he needs to win and Brad needs to lose. And then he's probably in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Brad is pretty much the main person who does control his destiny. He's in the sixth seed. So if he wins, he's in. Um, Or if he loses, John loses and Suggs loses, uh, and none of them outscore him by a significant margin, then he's in, which he's in the best situation. I mean, if you think about it, he's playing drama, um, whereas, you know, Tron's playing the second-place team. Uh, Suggs is playing you, your third-place team. So he's – Brad is in the driver's seat. Um, all right. Then for – this is more of for seeding. So right now, technically, the, the teams that have clinched are Dog, AJ, and you. Uh, all the eight and four teams. And this is actually pretty crazy. So all you guys have a, a very wide range of where you could finish. So starting with drama, drama could finish anywhere from second to fifth. So if let's say Sam beats dog, Tron beats AJ and Suggs beats you, that would put Sam at first and drama in third. So pretty pretty wide range there. Uh, but pretty much he's locked in. I, I don't think he's going to get a bye. Um, the, let's see. The, oh, all right. The only best drama could get a bye if Sam loses, Dog wins, and then you and AJ lose because Drama has more points than than AJ and you. So Drama could technically get a bye. So that'd be pretty big, obviously. Uh, Airju, huge wide range. Um, he could go anywhere from first to fifth. So um, he has the most points in the league. So since Bearju and Dog are playing each other, if basically if Sam wins, you lose, and AJ lose, Sam is in first. But if Sam loses, he could drop all the way down to fifth. So uh, very wide range there. 
Uh, same thing for you. Your range is first to fifth. Uh, your path to first place, you need to win and have AJ and dog lose, which is very possible. I mean, Sam could be dog. Tron could be AJ. We, I think we picked both those. So, or I could win and I would score AJ by 20 points. Yeah, and you would grab the, the second seed. First seed, and dog loses. Right, right. So there's a, there's a, actually is, if you win, I wouldn't say you're guaranteed a buy because obviously AJ and, and dog could win and AJ could outscore, or you not outscore AJ by enough, but um, a buy is, is very realistic for you. Very. I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited uh, about it. Yeah. AJ, same thing. He has a one through five range. Um, he has less points than Dog. He has less points than Sam, less points than Drama, and less points than Brad, actually, as well, who's in sixth place. Um, that Brad can't pass him, though, because of either the two-game difference. Um, or AJ needs to win to lock up the bye, and hypothetically, he could drop all the way down to fifth place with a loss. So, um same kind of thing. If Sam wins and AJ loses, he would jump him. If you win, you're going to jump him. Um, if Poppy wins, he'll jump him. So that's his, I guess, path to fifth place would be losing. Hopefully for AJ. Yeah. Um, he needs a win. I don't And with no four net. Wow. Wow. Um, and then dog in – so if dog wins, he gets a buy. Pretty pretty much that simple. Um, if he loses, uh, and you and AJ win, you guys pass him because of that. Um, if he loses and then one of you lose, he should he would be good. Um, if if he loses and you both lose, or and you you and AJ both win, um, he would drop down to. Third, if you both win, he loses, and Sam wins, uh, he would drop down to fourth. So, dog could could do that. Which, I mean, that doesn't hard to say like how that would impact. That's more of like which side of the bracket uh, do you want to be on. So that, we won't really know the impact that would make till next week. But gotta be pretty crazy, man. I don't remember it being so. There's basically three three technically four teams uh, battling for the last spot. Nash needs a lot of help. Then then there's five teams battling all for the top five spots, and there's four teams battling for the number one seed. So pretty tight at the top. Tight. Tighter than Alberta's butthole. <laughs> yeah, man. I will say, though, uh, you know, uh, I don't imagine – uh, I'm, I won't be doing one next week, uh, a show, but um, I will say uh, I'm rooting for you. I think if you win, it will give the podcast pretty much undisputable credit if we have the last two championships. So I'm pulling for you. Thanks, man. I appreciate the support. You know, it's a lot of luck that goes into this. So, you know, I take all this, all this, with a grain of salt. But, you know, hey, man, when you're hot, you're hot. And I'm going to ride this wave. I'm going to ride this motherfucker till the wheels fall off, okay? So good luck to everyone out there this week. We appreciate y'all tuning in to Hashtag Upside. If you made it on the show, we appreciate for having you. Appreciate having you. If you didn't, fuck you. Grow up. Get better. Also, let me touch on this, okay? Our league is our league for a reason, okay? Everything that goes into the league, the live draft, okay? Even though some people aren't allowed, they have to Skype in. We have to see their face. Mentally, that affects you. Being in a thread, mentally, that affects you, and that's part of being in this league. We kick Fez out for not leaving the thread, for not responding in the thread. 
So if we can't all come together and be in one thread, then there is no league. There is no league. Join a fucking online league, okay? Yahoo you Public. Mute. You, you can put it on mute. Nobody's fucking, ain't nobody's fucking data being taken up. Ain't nobody's fucking bothering you too much at work. You don't need your phone that much. You can uninstall the app, but you can't lead a group. Fucking grow the fuck up. Try one lead things, man. I agree, 100%. All right. That is all. We'll, we'll see you next year. All right, Kurt. It's been real.